0: Hello and welcome to Sip and Savor. I'm your host, Mega McSwain. When exploring the Houston food scene, there is one restaurant and chef that you will undoubtedly hear or read about time and time again. And that is Katarobata helmed by chef Manabu Horiyuchi. Located in a River Oaks retail strip on Kirby drive, Katarobata is a Japanese restaurant with a hefty focus on sushi and seafood. And it has been a diehard Houston favorite for more than 10 years. If you're wondering where it falls in the vein of Casual Neighborhood Sushi Bar, an ultra-trendy sushi restaurant where the bold and the beautiful hang out, falls right in between. It's open for lunch and dinner, it offers an upscale dining space and patio, and it's a very lively place with spirited guests varying in age. But more important than any of those things, the food is the reason to go. Today I'm speaking with Chef Manabu Horiyuchi. Here in Houston, we all know him as Chef Hori. He is a four times James Beard Award nominee, and he has served as the executive chef of Katarobata since it opened in 2009. I'm going to talk to him about the sushi program and the wonderful seafood that can be found there, but truly, over the last decade, Katarobata has become synonymous with just really terrific food all around. Whether you're a fan of sushi or not, Japanese cooking or not, Katarobata is just one of those Houston bucket list restaurants you have to try. Before we get started, I want to give you a little insight, a little background, into my first experience tasting sushi. I grew up in a in the late 80s. I went to uh, Cummings Elementary School, which had a very diverse makeup of students. My friends and classmates came from all walks of life. Many of them were the children of immigrants like myself, but there were a lot of native Houstonians too. When I was in fourth grade, I guess I would have been nine or 10 years old, we had an international day at school where we were to bring in a dish that reflected our cultural heritage. I brought in a box of mithai, which is traditional Indian sweets made up of sugar, butter, nuts, things like that. And one of my best friends, Henry, he was Japanese, he brought sushi. So I grew up eating at home. It was always a big deal if we could go out to eat. And so at that point, I had never even seen sushi before. This may have been my first time even trying seafood. And I've always been an adventurous eater. You know, I'll try just about anything. So I tried it. And let's just say it did not suit me. I had a huge embarrassing moment in front of my class, and that was that. But it wasn't the end of sushi for me. You know, I always was so envious when I would see people enjoying it and eating different rolls and, you know, dipping their sushi in their soy sauce and all the bright and colorful fish, and I just wanted it. I always was just craving it, even though I kind of had a bad association. So I gave it another shot in college, and I'm so glad I did because that's when I realized how much I loved it how much there was to learn about it. You know, the different cuts of fish, so many different flavor profiles. And of course it's so much fun to pair with sake. You know, I truly believe your palate can change over the years and what you may have never liked before. Now you do, or maybe you couldn't handle spice before, but now you can. So if there's one takeaway from today, I would say try things, try them more than once, more than twice. You never know what you might be missing out on. Needless to say, there's a lot that goes into putting together those simple pieces of sushi you see on your plate, those perfectly built morsels, and it takes great talent to serve as executive chef of one of the city's best restaurants. So with that, let's discuss things further with Chef Hori. I'm with Chef Hori at Kata Robata. Thanks for joining me, Chef Hori. Oh, thank
1: you very much for inviting me. Of
0: course. So I want to talk a little bit about Kata Robata. It's such an institution in Houston. Uh, you've gained so much notoriety. Excellent sushi. Such great food. So a lot of people, you know, have heard the name. But I want to kind of get in deeper about Kata Robata. I want you to tell me more about it. Maybe there's things we we don't know and you know and want to know. So okay. when did Kata open here at this uh, Kirby location in River Oaks? Okay,
1: we have been this location since uh, 2009. So, 2009, May, actually. So,
0: so almost coming up to an anniversary.
1: Yeah, 12 years anniversary. Mm-hmm. Wow, so.
0: nice. And what was your um, experience before coming here, your sushi experience before living okay. in Houston?
1: I was uh, working at a sushi restaurant in Japan, Tokyo, uh, Ginza. So, Ginza is a, kind of like a hipster avenue in Japan, like most of... Uh, highest quality of sushi restaurant wants to go to uh, Ginza. Oh wow. Yeah. So
0: when did the passion for Japanese cooking begin? Did you know when you were very little? Yeah,
1: actually, my mom was a chef oh, wow. at the retirement center. So she was making the food for people. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was helping her when I was like middle school oh wow yeah like 15 years old and was, you liked it you enjoyed yeah, it yeah yeah, i liked it and then you know my wife uh, my sorry my mom helped me a lot for the technique of the knife yeah
0: so what kinds of uh foods did you guys cook when you were you know sort of growing up everything or was it primarily was it a lot of sushi was it yeah
1: i was uh, working the sushi restaurant and then i went to uh um Kapo style restaurant, which is uh, more like Osaka style, uh, simply food.
0: And what's Osaka style?
1: Osaka style is a uh, like more. They care about the quality of the ingredient, okay. so they cook in very simply.
0: Okay. Yeah. Simply, but those quality rich. Yeah, ingredients.
1: exactly. Yes.
0: Okay, and so did you know? And when you were in middle school, around that age, that you would want to be a chef, mm-hmm. yes. so you worked towards that. Yes, and
1: uh, after high school, I went to a culinary school. Okay. In uh, Osaka. Okay. Yeah, it's called Tsuji. Culinary school. Yeah. It is one of the top school. Top culinary school in Japan.
0: I think that's so interesting that at such a young age you knew exactly mm-hmm. what you wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, And you stuck with it, and obviously you've succeeded yes. at it.
1: Yes, yes. I'm very lucky. Yeah. yeah. You know, most of the people don't want to walk, but uh, I wanted to walk at the restaurant yeah. and then dream come true. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. no,
0: that's, that's really great. I mean, yeah, some people, yeah. and I think it's fine even if you don't know at 20, 30, 40 what you want to do, but to keep working at it and to do it, it's just, it's. Really amazing. Yes. Yeah, and so, you're and you're here in Houston. So, how what brought you to Houston?
1: Um, first job in Houston is I was working at the ah. Japanese consulate. Okay. I was a personal chef of a consulate general.
0: Wow. So you were his personal chef.
1: Yes, okay. I was. So I made a I made a dinner for like VIP people. For example. Uh, Astronaut. Oh, an astronaut. Astronaut. And wow. then I think I made it for the Barbara Bush once. Barbara Bush, okay. yeah. And uh, um, James Baker. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like a top grass of uh, uh, politics. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, a lot of VIPs. Yeah, yeah. So then you, now you've been at Kata. So let's talk about Kata. Um, it's, it's just synonymous, I mean, with great food in Houston. It's, Ne- there's never a bad meal here um and i think that's just truly a testament to you okay and uh let's let's talk about the fish okay and the seafood where does it come from and how often is it i know it comes in from around the world
1: yes uh, our fish is come from over the world we get the fish from the east coast and the west coast and also from japan mm-hmm. they are mainly fish like i would say 80 to of uh, seafood is come from Japan Uh, Toyosu market it's it is a largest fish market in Japan we have a so much unique item like in the season we have a like blowfish you know blowfish Blowfish, yeah yeah toxic fish right fish yeah if Sushi chef doesn't know how to cut the raw fish is people get people we really die right <laughs> right stop <of> poisoning <laughs> Yes, no that's true yeah 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 um three things is a very important and then first one is uh definitely obtain the f- sushi grade of fish sure yeah f- have to be very fresh fish and number two is sushi rice sushi is very simple it's only three ingredients fish wasabi and lice so lice is very important yeah and And the technique
0: of with your hands of exactly yeah
1: number three is a different technique yeah so even like a knife you buy the expensive knife you don't know how to sharpen knife you can't cut the beautifully fish so I would say if missing the one, you can not make it a good sushi. Have to be combination of three things together. Right. Right.
0: So let's talk about some standout sushi pieces here. You all, you have toro, you have um, uh, uni, okay. you have all of these wonderful, you mentioned blowfish, what are some standout pieces in your mind that if someone comes here and they really want an indulgent piece of sushi, what would you recommend?
1: Okay, <laughs> all right, we have a Toro Uni Caviar Sushi, which is all together. Okay, so oh, it's all together yeah, in one make, piece. Make otoro Toro sushi wow. and then top on the uni and then caviar on top so wow yeah so actually,
0: that yeah. that sounds good yeah and know,
1: indulgent yeah yeah <laughs> it is it is pretty popular right now okay yeah it's a one piece it's like how much we charge at 21 dollar oh, wow. yeah right. uh, still people that's stupid that's a good bite yeah <laughs> you know something anniversary sure, or a yeah. special occasion yeah, yeah, piece, yeah.
0: yes so and you have uh items that are like topped with fresh truffle, freshly shaved truffle. Mm-hmm. So people who like that—that that makes a really nice decadent bite as well.
1: It is. It is decadent. Yeah. And it looks. Uh, it looks cute too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my philosophy is that uh, like doesn't matter Japanese ingredient. I want I like the combination between Shoot. like something. Japanese fish with foie uh, gras or Japanese fish with chofo, you know
0: right yeah you like kind of making it come alive yeah a yeah bit. yeah 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 so tell me this in your opinion you're obviously a sushi expert and there's such great sushi here but for someone who's never eaten sushi before or just getting into it what would you recommend them for them to try.
1: Okay, that's a good question. You know how you
0: always hear people saying, Oh, I tried a California roll.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, what's your opinion? California on- roll is easy to eat, but you know what? We have a great fish. You know, some beginner sushi eater, they thinking sushi, fish is fishy. Right. But it's, if our fish is fresh... So which is not fishy? So I would try to give you like maybe toro or hamachi. Right, yeah. hamachi
0: is a good place to start. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. subtle in flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like it doesn't have that overwhelming,
1: you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. potent fish taste yeah. and smell. Yeah, exactly. I I would try to give customer like hamachi, toro. Right. Yeah instead of California right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right that's,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. A, that's
0: a good place to start now when people dine here what do you think is the best seat in the house Different. you have a patio you have a dining room you have two you have a bar and then you have a sushi bar
1: okay definitely sushi bar is a great place to get the perfect sushi because the sushi chef will serve directly to customer directly yeah, yeah straight from yeah. cutting it
0: to, exactly. to your plate yeah
1: sushi is a very short life so making sushi and eat right away, that's the best parts of the sushi. Right. Yeah.
0: And you get to watch everything. Exactly. Got all the sushi chefs back there cutting and yeah, yeah, yeah. arranging it. Yeah. So it's a pl- it's a, yeah. I agree, it's a fun place to
1: sit. Yeah, and then also uh, sushi chef knows uh, which is a good to fish for today <laughs> because we are cutting the fish right. every trust day. Right, trust your sushi yeah, yeah, yeah. chef. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know, there's sushi rules. Have you ever heard, like, uh, people say don't eat. Uh, soy sauce just Mm -hmm. eat the sushi as it is or you don't need chopsticks just pick up the piece and eat it with your hands so is that true or are those just
1: okay talking about the sushi or sashimi too
0: well I guess both. both. Let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about both because I know sushi. That's a piece of fish over rice. Correct. So I've seen people just pick it up directly when you know when the sushi chef puts it on your plate and you put it in your mouth with okay. your hands.
1: Yes, yes. I think you're right. The uh, sushi eat by finger, which is good. I will recommend that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's easy to eat. Yeah, if you use the chopsticks, sometimes they break in the sushi. Right, right. And then sometimes dip in the sushi. I mean, soy sauce, and then break it. It up. breaks. Yeah. Uh, so, I think the best way is a uh, use f- by finger. Finger, uh, finger right? For sushi, and then sashimi,
0: which is just the fish, no yeah, rice.
1: Just fish. Yeah. Use the chopsticks. Right. <laughs> it's easier. <Yeah. laughs> now, I mean, do
0: you recommend eating sashimi with soy sauce either, or just just tasting the yeah, buttery with, flavor of the yeah, fish?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah sashimi sashimi with soy sauce and wasabi oh okay yeah 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 so put the wasabi on the fish and then dipping the soy sauce is the best way
0: okay Mm -hmm. wow so at kata there's so much more besides sushi and fish you have a lot of other really good dishes (laughs) right um so let's talk about that you have a katsu sando on the Mm -hmm. menu Mm -hmm. No, I feel like that has really gotten trendy in the last year. You kind of see it all over Instagram. You see it at different restaurants. I feel like you've been doing that for a long time. Uh, or longer than the trend in
1: Houston actually yes I mean I'm watching the Japanese uh, news every day right you know sometimes it's a popular in Japan I want to try to bring it to here right yeah yes. so
0: you're kind of watching what's happening in yeah, Japan what's happen- yes. and then you want to bring those yeah, yeah those things here yeah. that makes sense
1: and then also the first of course, New York is the fastest. Right. Yeah, and then come to uh, Houston, maybe. Yeah, yeah everything
0: yeah, yeah. trickles down to Houston exactly. after New York and L.A. Yeah, yeah, yes.
1: yeah. So I'm looking for the, what is the trend to? Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's fun. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. So the katsu sando, let's talk about that. Um, can you explain what it is for people who don't know?
1: Okay, our katsu sando is very special. So we use the uh, Texas uh, Kobe beef, called Texas Agaushi which is uh, grown in Texas, and half of uh, Japanese uh, wagyu, like combined Texas beef and uh, Japanese wagyu. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's
0: the meat. Uh, that's the meat, That's yeah. the combination. Yeah.
1: I, mean, I mean, yes. So uh, we cooked 72 hours with uh, sous vide. Yep. You know, sous is a low temperatures cook. So right. we cooked 72 hours. Sous And then uh, we put some... Uh, Panko and then freshly fried it, so like maybe one minute. So fry. a quick flash fry. Flash fry, and then also we have a house-made milk bread. Right. This is a key. Yes, yeah.
0: the milk bread is important. Yeah,
1: it's very fluffy, very soft. Yeah. So, and then we uh, put the uh, uh, sauce with tonkatsu sauce. is a very traditional, like sweet, sweet, sweet sauce. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sweetness from the sauce and then that savory meat to yeah. really melt-in-your-mouth meat yeah. makes that perfect sandwich. So
1: it is only three ingredients. So right. katsu, I mean beef katsu, and then milk bread, and a sauce. Right. Very so simple. simple
0: but delicious. Yeah, and yeah. Really, yeah, really a treat. Yeah. So let's talk about some vegetarian dishes. You have an amazing...
1: Oh, thank you. ...vegan okay. soba salad. Did you get it?
0: I get it every single time I dine here. And I just have to ask you, like... How do you make that taste so good? Because, I I mean, you know, vegan food sometimes can be difficult. You really have to fluff things up to make them taste okay. good. But yeah, that yeah, yeah. vegan soba salad is one of the best things I've
1: had in oh, Houston. thank you so much. Um, well, that's a key point is uh, kimchi sauce and the kimchi uh, powder. Okay, so kimchi. Kimchi is not a Japanese ingredient. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, it's a Korean ingredient. All right. My my uh, philosophy is uh, I told you I want to use the uh, different ingredients. Right. Yeah.
0: You're not opposed to incorporating yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, other yeah, flavors. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't I don't care stick with the Japanese ingredient. I want to use the uh, many different ingredients right. for my food. So kimchi has a you know umami, umami is a like extra flavor. Right. Yeah. So I think that's a key point maybe. It is so good. Yeah. sober Japanese noodle. Yes. With a Korean uh, ingredient together. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Don't
0: ever change that <laughs> yes. salad or yes. don't ever take it off because <laughs> it is the best uh, starter. And, oh, okay.
1: Right. Uh, I love right. it. That's good to hear that.
0: <laughs> the other thing that I think people might not know, you have the best ramen in town.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: And it is you have what two of them We got the a lobster? Four. now you have four yeah. i remember and tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like it was only available at lunch at one point
1: yeah which is a tonkotsu ramen right the
0: tonkatsu ramen, ramen. Yeah, and yeah. now of course you have it for lunch and dinner and it's gotten so popular yeah 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 um it's i think people don't um don't think of it because of course they come here and want great sushi and I always think, oh, my gosh, I, want, I don't know what to do. Get the sushi or get the ramen. But the ramen is amazing.
1: Oh, thank you. So we have a four different uh, ramen noodle. Like, each ramen noodle has a different uh, broth, different taste. Yeah. And then also, it's a combination. Oh, okay. Uh, all ramen has uh, pork. Oh, okay. All pork, ramen has pork. Pork broth in it. So, so
0: they're made out of pork broth. Yeah. Right.
1: So, like, lobster ramen. Lobster bros with pork bros. Okay. And then spicy soy ramen is like dashi, is a traditional Japanese uh, uh, stock, they, which is a bonito flakes and uh, kombu is kelp.
0: Oh, okay, kelp. Yeah, okay. so
1: dashi with pork, and then uh, kaisen ramen. I mean, sorry, the, uh, what's the name? Uh, Nagasaki Jampon, mm-hmm. which is the like seafood, shrimp and uh, clam bros. With a uh, pork, so it's a combination. Okay. Yeah, so it's more. So it,
0: the broth is made of a combination of things, but the meat itself, some like you'll have a seafood ramen with Correct. the lobster, and then you'll have the you have a the you have a pork. Yes. Ramen too, right? Uh huh. So tell me about the process of cooking the broth. Oh. It's a long process. Yeah, it
1: is a long process. Pork broth is, it is very simple. <laughs> Just uh, we use a femur bones. Okay. Yeah cook the femur bones for like six seven hours to make a pork broth. right so it's six seven hours cooking is it's it's key point
0: right that that makes it i mean that's what you're slurping up so it's got to be delicious yeah yeah.
1: you can make the pork broth in one hour or two hours we can't do that right yeah yeah yeah
0: and the noodles too are so good
1: oh thank you yeah we Use the uh, different noodle for different ramen. Right. Yeah, each ramen has their own noodle. Yeah.
0: Right. Very good. And you do some really fantastic desserts. I think people should save room for dessert. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> I mean, and they're
0: and they're really unique.
1: I, oh, thank you. I am not the best chef.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you fooled me. I just I was in here a few weeks ago, uh-huh. or it was a month ago, uh-huh. and I had that. What was it? It was a Japanese
1: custard. Custard. With
0: like a, it was like a creme brulee topping.
1: Oh, the uh, and they said,
0: "Oh, Chef Corey's experimenting," and I thought, "Oh my God, this is amazing!" Oh,
1: okay, is it bread pudding or?
0: It was not You might have called it a bread pudding, but it was definitely different.
1: Okay, look. probably bread pudding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I tried. It was to... really custardy and rich and decadent and creamy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a, I tried to make much soft as possible for the mm-hmm. uh, bread pudding. And I use the milk bread, same as uh, using for the katsu sandal. Right. You know, katsu sandal is we need to cut off the edge of the bread. Right. The edge of the bread for the bread pudding.
0: Oh, so yeah, you yeah, yeah. use that, yeah, the yeah. edges for the exactly, bread pudding. Exactly,
1: exactly. So I don't want to waste the, any ingredients. Right. so Yeah, and you know, milk bread has a super uh, uh, fluffy, so it's perfect for the milk bread. Right. I mean, perfect for the bread pudding. That's yeah. so
0: resourceful. And it tastes so good. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you so much, Chef Hori. I appreciate you talking to me. And I feel like if you haven't tried Kata Robata, you must try it because it really is one of my favorite restaurants in town. Consistently good. And and I think that's because of you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's me a lot. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Thanks so much. You're welcome.
0: Chef Hori, such a kind man, truly a trailblazer and one of the city's most innovative chefs. Chef Hori is a fixture behind the sushi bar at Katara so if you can, I do recommend snagging a seat near all of the action when you dine in. Savor the sushi, but also explore the menu. There's a lot of thought put into each and every dish. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you want to connect on social media about today's episode, you can follow me at hot pink Houston on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and follow at sip and savor podcast for behind the scenes moments and photos of the food we discuss. Also find Kata Robata on social follow at Kata Robata for updates on the restaurant and lots of sushi beauty. If you love this podcast, please do subscribe and look out for new episodes every Wednesday on the eat, drink, dine podcast network. Until next week, sip and savor well.